Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, September 10th, 2022. Today on the Ether, a three part CFI space, Luna, Lunk, and other banter. This is part one of three. Let's take a listen. All right. <laughs> All <laughs> the part. Kind of went on and on. <laughs> uh, even about the dicks, but that's a different story, and I hope Jess is okay. <laughs> Oh, when when uh, David and company were on, yeah, that was great. That's, really, that's was great. Funny. Yeah. You know, the crazy thing is that's that's like just some random ex, like random extemporaneous shit. Like it's like coach just we were trying to talking about whatever, and next thing you know, we were talking about I don't know, sort of like crazy influencers and stuff, and then uh, coach is like, oh, let's let let's talk about David, and then next thing you know, he posts some bullshit about him and like drags him in here. <laughs> It was a bomb. It really it it it, it flew out, and I really love the end part because uh, David he actually turned about the community. He didn't admit it, but you can hear that his voice. He said, "Wow, you guys are great, and the community is doing its stuff." So I love that. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's like it's easy to be uh, judgmental, and uh, when you don't actually know any people within a certain group. So you can just it's like people can say whatever the fuck they want, right? Like they can just make fun of people or whatever. And then uh, it, it's harder to do that to people's faces, obviously. So uh, coach was sort of egging him on. It was hilarious. I loved it. I loved it anyway. And I love you guys anyway. It's uh, it's it's breaking my day uh, just to listen to these things. Uh, thanks uh, for that, guys. Yeah, we're just having fun. <laughs> Jabroni, what are you doing, man? Just doing some portfolio trimming on this fun Saturday, hungover. So last night was pretty, uh, I jumped in on some of that. And uh, I, I'm not in crypto really at all. I have like four Dogecoin. Um, so uh, <laughs> it is uh, it is really funny to me, though, the uh, uh, kind of parallels. I'm in a lot of what you'd consider as shit codes. Um OTC pink slips. So, yeah, like little stocks that you gamble on. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, some of these motherfuckers are less than a cent, you know, half a cent. And, um, oh, there's so much grifting going on, man. Like, so I, I'm not necessarily uh, in the same uh, sphere, but I definitely get the same. The, the grift is always the same. I mean, at the end of the day, there's only a, a few scams going at once, right? So, if you understand how they work, fundamentally you can kind of translate that over and it's always really funny to me when i listen in on spaces uh of other kind of areas that are not my expertise and you hear the same kind of like it's just it, it really is interesting it's like you you get people who want to be collaborative and then you got people who maybe want to be a little bit more uh combative and usually that stems out of 
you know, some negative ulterior motives. So, but yeah, it got pretty heated in there, man. I was just sitting there listening, just like yeah. one of the one of the things, like one of the um, like dynamics that's going that goes on. Uh, so, uh, these meme coins are just meant to be just kind of like purely speculative instruments right like uh you convince your friends they convince their friends and then it gets on youtube and it gets on right it's just straight up like who can spread the most info about this thing and um you know how do you get like huge quantities of people to buy little amounts or huge amounts of this, these little coins or stocks or whatever right so the and everyone gets it everyone understands this and like it's funny when people get like you know on the high horse it's like well you know like what if you put, you know, I heard of some people that put their life savings into Dogecoin and stuff like that. Or I heard of such and such that, you know, bought Shiba, you know, and they bought it at the top and now it's down 90% or whatever that, you know, whatever the thing is. And then you have like, uh, the other thing is like, if you're in one of those, if you're in um, any meme coin, you wind up um, like people start like, like going ape shit on you if you sort of like talk about something else, right? Like, like it's just like they they have to defend their um, they have to defend their like uh meme coinage and the and it, to some extent they feel like I think it's the same crowd. So it's like you know, well, if uh you know if Luna Classic is going up, then no one's paying attention to Shiba Inu or uh this idea that like oh wait if multiple meme coins start emerging then like it's impossible to create a narrative around one of them and uh so yeah i think long term like it doesn't make sense for most of them to do any good because you know people's attention is going to be so divided and there's so many bullshit ones it's hard to kind of reach that kind of escape velocity or whatever for anyone so like any one community goes crazy so i i heard like i don't know maybe some of the people from like saitama could clarify but apparently they're really brutal on uh, on these uh, like spaces and things where, like you say something negative, it's like it's like you know it's like you're in Fight Club or whatever, right? You like you don't say bad things about Fight Club or whatever. You don't so, talk like, about they, Fight they go Club. shit on there. You don't even talk about Fight Club, so that's like a whole other level. But no, I found it hilarious. I was actually like actively cringing um, when this dude starts. I can't remember who it was, but motherfucker starts talking like altruistically about you know pumping and not pumping and it's all like you know oh well you know th at one point the motherfucker says he's like a dev and i'm like okay so wait you, you're i'm like you're talking about not pumping but you're actually like in the program yourself and then literally they're all talking about the same shit right everyone's talking their book and i'm just like listening and it's just like dude don't pretend like you're not here to make money. Like none of these motherfuckers, are, none of us are doing this just because we're bored. I guess actually we are doing it because we're bored because we probably don't have any social life or something. But the point being is like, I'm hearing this shit and it's like, I, it, what it made me think of was, um, I'm, you know, I'm in sales, so I'm used to like, there's different strategies for sales, but the main thing is you can tell when someone's full of crap because they're, they start talking like beyond just the economics, why it makes sense for you. They start going the emotional route or whatever. And I'm hearing this dude saying like, another guy's is, uh, is talking his book up. He's, he's basically like shilling and, and then proceeds to basically admit he also shills. And it's just like, dude, come on, man. Like we're all talking about fucking shit codes and shit coins on a fucking Friday night. Like let's, 
drop the pretenses here, guys. Like this is we're all pretty pathetic and sad you know no, but that but that's the interesting part right it was like <laughs> like no matter what anyone says right like you can't change someone's mind like and then on top of that they can't like someone can't recognize their own you know sort of hypocrisy or whatever which is kind of funny like you know it, it's one thing you say yeah okay i can like it, it like with one example you turn around and say yeah i can see how you'd like see it that way yeah i probably should have uh you know like you know, not come and attacking shillers or whatever the fuck, like, like, but, but instead you like dig in and you're like, Oh no, you just get increasingly more hypocritical, which is, uh, which is a funny thing. Everyone's putting their identity on this. This is the problem I found, you know, like, um, so for me, like, I'm just going to roast myself. Like I have a significant amount of time and effort put into like some of the trades and shit I do. And, and it really requires a lot of time and introspection to like, check yourself and your ego and be like look nobody really gives a fuck like if you were to walk in the street and tell anybody like the dude starts you know whoever's talking about how much money they made or whatever i'm like if you truly made all that money then what the fuck are you doing talking on a spaces on a friday night like bragging about it like i would be out like popping bottles bro like i wouldn't be talking on a, you know <laughs> like i wouldn't be like not going necessarily out though not like, necessarily though a lot of the type of nerds that like that know how to make a buck are not are not necessarily out there like figuring out how to like blow all their money doing you know all sorts of wild shit like in other words like if you're not on some yacht or some you know vacation or something it doesn't mean you're necessarily not wealthy or whatever so sure yeah it's it's tricky i I don't know that it's like totally exclusive i'm just saying like like it's funny like if so so on twitter it's like let's say you post about um like addy likes um herme bags right so like let's say she um she posts about some bag like and she owns one so it's a scarce thing so technically she's short of shilling it because like the price would of the assets are going to go up theoretically because of attention right um so you could be argued a shiller the moment you start talking about whatever the thing you own is if there's this open market for it and the possibility of it going up as a result of you know discussing it but like it is what it is like what are you not going to discuss it um the only reason some of those things have like social cachet or whatever is because people like to talk about them that's the whole point like it misses the whole point and i think the the like a lot of the uh developers in um the like you know nerd tech community whatever you want to call it like they're not taking advantage of this like um the meme action they're not understanding who the like why people like to play on those things they're not understanding like um you know like how how to take that energy and like maybe um you know make it into useful something marketable so i think like uh there's always something to learn from a marketing angle for like what you know quote unquote legit whoever the fucks right like there's a there's a there's an angle that like yeah shill it call it whatever you want but as long as you're transparent it's like well i don't know like i'm just shilling this like what do you what do you want to know like i don't have much you know luna classic at this point but here i am like you know hanging out talking about it and you know i got wrecked in uh, tara in terms of like uh you know what happened to the top of my portfolio and everything but i'm like whatever um i don't have a problem talking about it it's just like it doesn't automatically mean i'm out here going oh yeah like you know buy this and buy that and buy the other thing so it's one thing if I were to say to you, hey, man, like uh, you've never been in crypto. You need to buy like $100 million of Luna Classic, bro. Um, you need to put your life savings into this. You need to sell your car and your children or whatever and like buy this thing. That's one thing. But like uh, the way they try to make it out on Twitter is like, oh, like if you just talk about fucking anything, you're just shilling it. It's just and 
I don't know if it makes sense. Like, there's no point in even getting into that. And then, you know, the, the titles, the Twitter spaces are obviously meant to be kind of like just, you know, you're sort of like playing with the Twitter algorithm because, like, if you don't put certain things in there, it's like nobody shows up, right? Like, so if you have, you're talking about Luna Classic and you, you know, type funny shit like, it's oh, it's going to $10,000. Like, like, I don't think people are going to put their life savings into it after doing, like, the calculations on their little, you know, their calculator and go, oh, I'm going to be a trillionaire. Like, it's just stupid. Like, I don't know why he was getting upset about it. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Uh, you, you, <laughs> stuff is really, drives me crazy. It's like, I mean, just check your ego, bro. Like, I, I don't I don't understand why people get so involved with it, but I don't know. Hey, Ukraine, what's going on? Is that what I'm calling you, by the way? Ukraine needs you. Yeah, um, that's okay. That's okay. Ukraine needs you. Um, why is Ukraine needs you? Um, I'm from Holland. I got a lot of restaurants. Uh, by the way, your your voice is kind of like far away. Oh, uh, my voice near the mic- microphone. Is that better? Not at all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a lot of feedback, too. Uh, there you go. I got a, I got a lot of restaurants in Holland, and we got all you can eat. This means uh, you pay a certain amount, and you can eat what you like. So basically, it's the same as crypto. You, you got these people coming inside, a paid amount, and they can eat shrimps, uh, steak, uh, whatever you like, as much as you like. But after two rounds, normal people are full. You got some people, they will take it to the end. And they will come back two days later and say, oh, my God, my belly is so sick. Uh, I eat the food here and it's so terrible. Okay, these are the, uh, how do you call that in English? Uh, The people who exploit, right? (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So so they show up to your restaurant after like... Like fill it, you know, fill it up, and then they come back and they want what? They want a refund or something? Yeah, they want a refund for just twenty five euros. That's about uh, let's say twenty six dollars. No uh, shit, that's like a common like that's common. Yeah, because we we we, <laughs> we have this concept here in Holland. Uh, you can uh, each person you can pay twenty six dollars uh, dollars, yeah, euro. And you can have uh, every every everybody can have a round as much as they like. So they have five items they can choose from the menu, and when you finish, you can do again five and again and again and again. Oh, so That's like crazy! Each, each For round twenty five dollars. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And it's, it's it's we got shrimps, we got uh, steak, like I said, we got fish, and we got everything. Actually, everything for the whole family just to go. So out. I'll, I'll make a su- I'll make a suggestion for your restaurant. You put a little sign there, right? It's a little family restaurant. You say if you get sick eating the food, um, fuck off. There's no refund. Nah. You eat too much food, right? Make a little sign. I have a cartoon with some like children on it, right? We we tried that, but the Holland government um, uh, stated us. Uh, so let's say um, when you don't like what you ordered, you have to pay one euro if you're not eating it. Oh, so they so they don't waste it. Exactly. But okay. So um, um, about yesterday uh, with David, everything. Uh, I'm not one of the guys that. Uh, noon luna before i'm very sorry guys very sorry uh um when the war started in uh, russia i took half of my uh personnel uh personal uh to go to poland 
and we start helping the Polish uh, in Poland, uh, the Ukraine people. So one day, we have this woman with her mother and her children screaming, please, please, please take us to Holland. That's what we do. Now what we do. And we have one of our buses coming up. Okay, here, you can see it in the bus. And the woman just looks at me and says, wait, this car doesn't have airco. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? We're trying to help you? What the fuck? She went to another pub. Hey, listen, listen, though. Listen, why don't you have air conditioning? What the fuck's wrong with you? No, no, no. Oh, hold on, hold on. We we chartered a lot of... I'm just buses. messing with you. I'm just messing with okay. you. All right. You don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you did that good. So the woman went to another company and said, please let me go on board. They said, sorry, we're full. And the woman come back to me and said, please let me go on the bus. I said, no, really, we're tr just trying to help. We're putting all our effort and money in it so you can go to Holland and have a safe place. She says, wait, I will pay you in Luna. And this is the first time I ever heard of my life of Luna. Yeah, so in other words, she's uh, she's got her financial sovereignty in this uh in this coin and like basically got wrecked and then now she's trying to buy like your food at your buffet with this or what no she didn't get wrecked that this is this is february march so she didn't get okay. wrecked yet so she was still she's wrecked now though <laughs> so, yeah, i'm very happy for her i'm sorry to say this so um so, so you're saying that like all right so um there's a good reason for russia to bomb ukraine then oh wow wow no, that's not. That's not. I'm just messing with you. All right. Like, <laughs> you're supposed to say yes, right? Like you're supposed to say, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. This lady well, is uh, okay. good for nothing. We sent her back, and, you know, like, uh, hopefully something bad happens to her, right? Well, okay. Google is starting to talk with me. Google, please stop. Stop. Oh, my Jesus, God. Google, stop it. Hey, Google, stop. Yeah, we need to end this before it begins. Uh, you're right. But hey, anyway, Google, show me some porn. No, don't say, please. <laughs> so, but what I'm trying to say is, uh, yes, I'm new to the community. Um, I have bitcoins from the start, and then I log. Uh, I saw log down uh, Bruce uh, starting this. Uh, actually, this evolution, and I put my money on it, and it's money I can spend. If I lose it, I don't care. But I have a lot of trust in the community of Lunik. Hello, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? So good to be here. Um, I came across this uh, voice thing here. Um, I'm just uh, reaching out and um, building a platform. Well, the, ga the game right now is to make uh, Ukraine's uh, computer over there do funny shit by saying, hey, Google, do this. Hey, Google, do that, right? Ah. So just like yell at, yell at him for please a little stop, bit. And make please stop, please stop. Stuff. Hey, Google, turn the music hey, Google, stop. Hey, Google, stop. <laughs> yeah, you're getting it. Anyway, uh, hey, Google, call uh, Ukraine's dad. Oh, don't call my dad. I'm very scared hey, from Hey, dad. Google, call my mom. <laughs> hey, Google, Did call his mom. Oh, yeah. It's hey, Google. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, shit. Your mom's going to be on the line here in a minute. <laughs> hey, Google, send my mom. Okay. She's calling. Uh, hey, Google, stop. Hey, Google, stop. 
Hey Google, make my mom buy an NFT. Uh, no, I just, I just, I just pulled a plug in Google. So sorry about that. Oh, okay. My wife is yelling, "What the fuck? What's wrong there, babe?" Hey, uh, Ukraine, you should put your wife on for a minute. I'd like to talk to her, like find out a little bit more about you. Really? Okay, that's gonna. Yeah, why not? I'm like, gonna do something that never happened. Okay, Polina, this is my space. Just, just say hello. Okay. Hello, space. Hello, how are you? Uh, so, how how are uh, the people of Holland doing? Good, good. Very good, very good. Um, so, is it uh, is it hot up there right now? Cold? What's it like? We are in Poland, and here's always shit. But now it's uh, it's bigger shit than normal. Oh, Poland is like really <laughs> shitty weather now. It sucks even more. Um, so, how is the uh, how's how how's the like? underground railroad of uh like ukrainian refugees going like you're getting them all to holland now no it's it's shit it's very shit it's hard for everybody wait so where, where are you keeping all of these uh refugees and such now where are you uh where are all the refugees in the cold Oh, it's the first time my wife is like, oh my God, what am I doing? Who is this? <laughs> she just passed me the phone. Sorry, Shippo. <laughs> oh, oh, just like, okay, well, yeah, it's, uh, don't need me to intrude too much. Just sort of let's get in the low down here. That's all. <laughs> well, she, uh, we'll have them in the basement, so don't worry about it. They're, they're okay. Yeah, well, make sure there's some ventilation. I mean, don't just like close the door we, too we tight. Have, right? we, have, we have, you know, we have the marijuana because we're Dutch. We have the mar marijuana uh, sediment next to it, so the ventilation goes to the other guys. Whatever you, <laughs> if you get like if you get like twenty people in there, right? Like, make sure that like the doors open or crack open a little bit. Maybe turn the air conditioner on. I know you guys like are having a hard time affording air conditioning. Yeah, we're helping. We're helping. Right. Yeah, we don't need like a we don't like need like a scene over there, right? Like, you know, we don't want you to be on the news on CNN or something where they talk about this. Well, one good thing they don't have CNN here, so that's good. Yeah, so yeah, so no one will find out, right? That's good. No, just kidding, just kidding, just really just kidding. <laughs> hey, Bruce, what's up? I've been doing the tension release exercises you had recommended early in the morning. Did you actually do them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's working out pretty good. Are you being serious? I can't really tell. No, I'm serious. Did you look up videos? You did it this morning? Yeah, it's Dr. So-and-so. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> Dr. So-and-so? That's helpful. Yeah, there's like this guy. Um, he's got this kind of like, I don't know, like a little bit gay, a little bit European accent going <laughs> on. Uh, let me see if I can find the link here. Um, shit. It's like... Uh, but like, how did it go? Like, what happened? Did you start like shaking or? Oh, I'm here now. Uh, oh, <laughs> you did. Yeah, there he is. No, I was talking about the tension release exercise here. Um, uh -huh. uh, actually, Ukraine, you know what you could do? You could uh, like you might consider uh, using these exercises on the uh, Ukrainian refugees. It'll re release their tension. It's working out well. So what I've done so far is, um, Coach, I did the one where you know how you put your feet um kind of midline and then you kind of like spread your thighs out have your knees fall to the left and the right mm -hmm. and then you kind of like get to that point where you like stretch all the way out and then you lift your knees a little bit so that they're kind of quivering right like and they're doing this like vibration yeah. motion yeah you grind, and then grind. kind of like 
I, I got it to, I got it to that level, and then I just kind of left it there for a while, just letting that happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm I'm not sure it like specifically did anything for me. Maybe I was like, you know, I was still maybe too, paying too close attention to it. Maybe, uh, but it was working out. I mean, it was like it's well, almost look. like uh, it's like this. Uh, your 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 muscles or or your nerves are trying to like you know, like compensate or balance for something you're trying to do and your your legs just start kind of shaking there. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, to start with, it's it's only really fatigue, right? So you're you're letting your legs hang open and then you raise and so that gravity fights your muscles. And then there's a the start of quivering, which is just the end result of fatigue, right? It's not really anything. But then over time that 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 shaking that starts as fatigue transitions into genuine release, which is quite interesting. It's just a a way to bridge the process. It's a way to get from one thing, from fatigue to actual releasing, which is quite interesting. Okay, yeah, okay so I don't think I did it long enough to get to beyond that then. I just got to the muscle fatigue part. No, and it won't happen the first few sessions. But based on my read of your, your analytical personality and stuff and, uh, and your years of store up tension, <laughs> it won't work the first few times, Safi. It'll take like five, ten sessions or something. I'm pretty sure it won't. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm uh, like... I think I'm overthinking it. It'll take like five, 10 sessions because there's two things. There's the release of the tension that allows it to happen because most of us have never, unless like Adi or someone has done yoga and different things and Pilates or whatever for many years, then she might be a lot looser in that area. So well, Adi, ha- Adi hasn't tried this yet. Uh, maybe you can walk her through it real quick so that she can try it right now. But I've done yoga and Pilates like all the time. No, 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 yep. but this is a little bit different. This is not like, um, the goal of this, uh, as far as I understand it, is not to like just simply stretch or whatever. Or uh, no, it's, it's not really it. an exercise, so to speak. It's more of a um, you, you're positioning your body in a certain way that it kind of creates kind of like this uh, like fatigue and kind of quivering m- movement. It's pretty neat. Yeah, look up, look up. I'm um, gonna try it. I'm probably well. not today, but maybe tomorrow. Yeah, you don't really try it one off. It's not like just drugs you just swallow and you do it. <laughs> or something. It's more like you have to help your body re-remember it by doing it about 10 times, then it starts doing it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes a while, but it's it's something you have for life when you do um, learn it. The way to look it up is look up TRE or trauma-releasing exercises, and then tutorial or like full session or something. Uh, there are sessions where, where people are guided through it, and that's not it. You want to get the full um, tutorial where he shows you the initial stretchings and stuff, and then you can do it. But yeah, it takes a while, Sophie. It does take a while. So have you taken on any uh, Ukrainian refugees there in the UK? In your home or maybe like on one of your uh, yachts? Are you talking about me? No, I was no, just asking course. Bruce here. Oh, sorry. No, I haven't specifically worked with people with um, uh, trauma from Ukraine, but I have, I have uh, done it with, with girls with like sexual traumas and people with severe anxiety and people with insomnia and other situations like that and just just a a high level of stress people in business with a high level of stress and stuff like that and it's worked for all of them wait you've taken them as refugees in your home no i haven't done a live-in situation yet but i've just taught them in person or on zoom and then they've gone away and done it for a long period and it's helped a lot yeah it works. He's not yep. talking about refugee stuff. He's talking still about the 
what attention trauma release. Oh, I think he missed the conversation about yeah. refugees. He wasn't here for that. He doesn't okay. know that we're taking in refugees. Well, not us, mm. but these Europeans are all taking them in. So, coach, you need to maybe be doing your part here because Ukraine down here, him and his wife are helping Ukrainian refugees get to Holland. Like they're like they're like the Harriet Tubman of via like, Poland. Yeah. So maybe you should be doing something. You know, I think everyone has their battle in life. <laughs> we can all choose our battle. Sefi's battle is to teach people about decentralized finance. Addy's battle is to to be the the head girl in the squirt home. The squirt. What do we call it again? The squirt house. My goal is to teach people shaking and, and how to squirt. You know, Ukraine has its own goals. Let's let's say in life, you know, we have don't, this. Don't talk about squirt, please. Don't talk about squirt because I'm getting sick of my wife squirting every day on my bed and it's soaking wet. Every day we have to finish new sheets. That's it's stupid. terrible. Don't do that. Like next time when she's about to squirt, take a bucket, store it up, and you can sell it to simps on the internet. People in this group chat, people in crypto who are in these spaces. They will buy your wife's squirt for a lot of money because they don't have any interaction with women. And for some reason, the idea of, of drinking the squirt and putting the squirt on their faces and rubbing it on their necks is immensely attractive to one of these simps in this space. Okay, she's barfing right now. Okay, uh, thanks, coach. Well, we, we thought you were going to the basement and then like locking the door, but whatever now nope, now it's happened he's down there he can't go in the basement he just said that hmm hey you what's going on hey yeah just uh joining in uh yeah would you yeah. consider buying would you consider buying um uh like the contents of a squirt bottle uh to apply maybe as a perfume aphrodisiac to your neck and chest area uh no i don't think so no what not fuck? even if we get, not even if we got a discount. <laughs> Maybe if uh, the genetic makeup is somehow synergistic with mine, but no. Well, how would you know unless you tried it? Like you can't. Like, wh- are we running DNA tests now? It's, it's okay, fresh. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's just not something you want to ship. Mm, I disagree. No, they make little uh, they make little vials. You can get them on uh, what do you call it? Alibaba.com. We've we've had a whole discussion on this. Um, it's actually fairly inexpensive to post it and everything, right? So Addy's got this whole like business plan in place to get um, to get these out shipped to her simp army via some sort of like crypto yield farming tactic or some bullshit. So she's gonna be making like she's like so you guys are all making good money right so like she's going to divert that those funds to something really useful something that's going to get you laid that's the theory at least although ukraine over here seems to have it under control he already has a scheme laid out so i don't think i don't think he's going to really need this product uh, uh abby can i ask you something me yeah sure okay uh, i love my wife really i do I really love my wife. And as a man, I'm getting sick and tired of the squirting. What can I do about this? Hmm. That's a tough one. I don't think I've ever heard anyone complain about that before. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. I guess like maybe you could get worse at sex. That's the only 
sort of solution that I would think. So maybe you like don't stop doing what you're doing and do something just like much worse. Well, that would ruin my marriage. Um, I mm. like to keep my girlfriend and my wife. Oh, sorry, my wife. But it's terrible. Every morning, waking drunk, you're waking up and waking so you're soaked in squirt. It's okay. Uh, you know, I love her. It's okay. But every day, changing the sheets. Uh, Every two months, buying a new mattress. Oh, I have a solution for the mattress part, at least. So you put down, like, a, a protector underneath your sheets. So you just have to, like, rip off the sheets. Don't they then... make, like, that, like, Teflon spray or some shit? You just, yeah. Like, yeah. How you spray like, it on your shoes. There are there's, like, There's, like, waterproof protectors that you can put on your mattress. Like, for real, there are. And then you just put like, I mean, I think most people use it more like. And but the smell is still know. there every day when you wake up. The smell is really there. Mm-hmm. It's like not piss, but it's different. I don't know what it is, but it's it's okay for me. But I needed to stop. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really you're in sort of a tough position if you don't want to like ruin your marriage. I guess. Uh, from now on, go outside in the garden. And, yeah, uh, just start yeah. having sex outside. outside or like yeah. maybe you'd um, have sex like, I don't know, like in your kitchen and then you can just mop it. Like you're not having to change anything. It's just, you know, oh like quick God, mop. Goodness. Or mm, I don't know, like do you have like maybe somewhere that has like a room with like wooden floors? Maybe that's a little bit easier. I don't know. Or you could be like, um, in a position where she's sort of like half on the bed, so then everything is just like going on the floor. But if you have carpets, that would sort of be an issue. Um, trying to like sort of logic this out for you, but well, Adi, I have a question for you. Um, sure. Yeah, I heard you, and maybe this this might help him. Um, it has something to do with pineapples. There was something about it. It could be that just injecting pineapples into the equation might help mm. him sort of not cope with because living with a lot of squirt over many years can be a lot. The question then becomes, can we add pineapple to the equation and totally change the chemistry? Yeah, you guys are sounding like really, let me just put this out there. Love you guys, but you're sounding so ungrateful. Like, I think you should be so happy that you have a wife that's like squirting everywhere. I think that sounds like amazing, but yeah, maybe like if you're having some really huge issue with like the smell here, like you say, perhaps pineapple could like help. But but you know, Adi, I've been running this ongoing experiment, right? I've been using, Mm -hmm. you know, pineapples uh, one day and uh, right. you know, feeding, you know, feeding pineapples one day and then not having them next day. Right. Like put them on pizza and put them on this and that. Mm-hmm. And, um, what, what I've discovered is that actually, um, uh, it's going to half pro- solve Ukraine's problem. Basically you're going to get a better taste, not necessarily like the odor doesn't necessarily change. So if he has mm-hmm. an odor problem, that's just going to be something Maybe he has to spray a little bit of uh, Lysol or something. I don't know what yeah. to do for that. I would also the say like if it's like a... Work. I disagree. I think if it's a... The, the odor problem is like actually like 
significant, like maybe then she needs to like see a doctor. Cause like really there shouldn't be like, like it shouldn't, I mean, of course it's a bodily fluid, but you know, typically it shouldn't have like a super like strong smell. So maybe it's just because there's such a like huge volume of it. But still, I would say, like, maybe that's worth, like, going to the gynecologist about. I don't know. That's probably what I would do. That sounds like a good problem to have. I know. I kind of can't believe you guys, like, being so critical of women that squirt a lot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of offensive. Um, it's making me feel bad about myself. It's making me want to leave the space. I feel bad for his wife that he's being so ungrateful. I don't know. It's like you're really putting down women here today. Oh, wait, wait, oh wait. my God. I'm not ungrateful to my wife. Oh, my God. I'm just tired of all the mess she's leaving there. Uh, hey there, coach. Uh, I'm here to talk about a non-binary uh, blockchain called Ogre Chain and doing some karaoke. Uh, I thought that would be a great way to open up the space, coach. Holy shit, that was good. Great. Um, have you. you considered you. have you considered backing up like a Russian tank from Ukraine? And have you thought about um, what do you think about face fucking Kate? Uh, well, my deadlift is around four hundred pounds uh, for ten reps, and I was thinking about practicing a, a dance routine. Uh, a Ginyu Force dance routine that we could uh, perform and uh, perhaps do some karaoke afterwards. He cool. said this so many times you're able to remember the actual name of the actual like Dragon Ball Z move he talks what, about. What, what, what do you eat? What's your diet right now? Like, what's what's the diet? Uh, shit, I don't know. Uh, wait, what does he eat? I can't remember. I don't know what, what he, he eats. eats like, it sounds like he like eat, eats like shit. Like huge, huge, no, he eats like huge volumes, like super calorically dense meals multiple times a day. And he's always eating on these spaces. Have you guys noticed that? He's always chewing. It's like, Um, (laughs) you guys want to hear the D5 song? Wait, I recognize the voice of who you're trying to imitate. Who is it, Grover? I, um, I mean, really, you know, Jer Barrett, Really, <laughs> I think you know. If you've been uh, it's you know, it's it's a it's a friend of ours. This is just like a little bit of a comedy moment. You know, we do like Wabby, really. Uh, we do, we do like him, <laughs> but we're just saying. Uh, well, we, I, I'm just saying that a lot of his lines are very, very rehearsed and very repeatable. So that's why it's funny what I'm doing. Um, I'm sorry, I had to explain it. <laughs> Grover, Grover, just because somebody asks you a question, you don't need to always explain it. Don't feel any pressure when he does that in future. He's just trying to do this power move. You know, when the cops interrogate you, they 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 make sure that they ask all of the questions. It's a power move. He's doing a power move on you. Don't don't mm-hmm. tolerate it. Mm-hmm. Ask, ask him a question instead. Hey, Jerbear, which celebrity should we uh, goad into joining our space tonight? Should we get? I mean, uh, David Goldstein obviously joined last night. Uh, who should we who should we talk shit about and, and see if we, like maybe Bitboy? What do you what do you think? Uh, yeah, Grover, uh, you get the uh, the prize if you can get Bitboy to come visit us today. 
I really like the idea that this is this is kind of like a prison situation where there are little snitches in the chat who are listening, like lurking. You know, they're they're ready for anyone to say anything insulting about their favorite influencer. And then the moment they do, they fucking scurry to their inbox. Hey, he's speaking ill of you. Come here and confront him. I love that. <laughs> it was so funny the way she admitted it. it I've like I've never seen so- somebody so like she thought she was like some like crusader. Like it was so it was so strange. And she was getting so worked up about it. It like made me feel bad for her in a way. Cause I was like, mm. Oh, I wish that you could like maybe find some way to like channel this so there's no into something else. Like I'm really like, cons- I was a little concerned for her. I like the, uh, I like the DMS where she's threatening, threatening me. Like she's <laughs> like trying to call me out on Twitter or some shit. I'm like, uh, Hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> what it, I'm not sure what effect that's going to have exactly. Wait, she was okay. DMing you threatening you. Yeah, yeah, Jess. She does that coffee in something spaces, right? So she had. Yeah. So I've, I've uh, like hung out with her before. She's like, Sefi, what are you doing? Why are you like uh, attacking David? And what, like, uh, what's with the disrespectful title of the thing? And like, it says David versus Goliath or some shit. And then like, uh, she was, uh, she's like, she's threatening to call me out on Twitter. I'm like, what does that even mean? Call me out? Like, what you, like to who? Like to to Jack Dorsey like what are we are we going to block me like they're what's gonna, going on here they're going to cancel you Safi you're going to get twitter Jesus. canceled oh no <laughs> anyway yeah it was kind of weird i was getting like these messages on the side i'm like whoa they didn't figure it out yet like what's going on here what a little freak no offense mm. to her or anything she commented that. on one of my tweets the i think the the tweet of the space she commented you're an idiot and then like the clown <laughs> and then and then i was going to reply when i woke up today then I like went to reply and she blocked me. She blocked you too, Sefi. Uh, it's possible. I'm not sure. Check your sorry, DM. Let's see what the situation. Sorry to interrupt, Coach. Who are we referring to? Is this someone who's been on the Oh my God, not so, the question again. So, so, so the other day in a space, yesterday in a space, Sefi started shit talking David Glockenspiel, the major um, crypto influencer with 700K followers of Glockenspiel Media. And somehow miraculously around 10 seconds after we started shit talking him he appeared in the space so everyone was like hey david glockenspiel's here he's listening he's here so i was like sefi you've really fucking done it now you fucking offended david glockenspiel who could be the key to the lunk movement you know you, you shouldn't offend these huge influences you be nice and political because they can help us ascend and you know bring bring lunk to one dollar at last anyway we invited him up to co-host and he was pretty angry and stuff and there was some argument but it turned out he had a bunch of tribal loyalists in the chat, like women who had probably followed him for a long time, who lusted after him, who maybe listened to his TikTok videos and liked his gangster lingo and stuff like that. And one of them was called Jess, and she was just like the most retarded, shouty person uh, we've encountered in a while. And uh, Sefi really put her down several times. So she angrily messaged him um, saying, I can't remember the contents of the message, but what are you doing, Sefi? How dare you do this? And then uh, she shouted over me. No, she she didn't. She didn't enjoy the titles of our spaces. Mm. I, I yeah. can't remember. Where. I think it was Lunk to five thousand dollars or Luna to five thousand, which happens first for a while, and then it was like um, the Lunk it's community financial literacy. This is incorrect. What's wrong with you guys? Then it was like the Lunk community confronts David Glockenspiel, and then I think Sefi was trying to keep the peace, so he started changing the title to like David is awesome, David is a badass, and stuff. <laughs> And then I kept changing it to like uh, David Glockenspiel 
and like really silly variants. And I kept uh, David David Goldstein as well, like Jewish names and stuff. Just really fucking messed up names. But by the way, I still can't figure out his fucking name. Like if you try to go and like at him, right? You try to like send a message. Yeah, yeah. it's like like it's like uh like none of the consonants and vowels in that name make sense it's like it's hard to like it like you're like wait is it glockenstein is it glockenspiel was it was it goldstein was it like i'm having a hard time like just remembering the actual it's like what is this fucking spelling bee like i feel like i'm in elementary school or something glockenspiel like the instrument that's an instrument Glockenspiel? Are you sure? Are you just making that up? Never heard of it. That's an instrument. That's 100% an instrument. What is it? What the fuck is wrong with you people? You're like, you know, I was talking the other day about wide bass instruments. It's it's an instrument, the Glockenspiel, German thing. Yeah, it's a classical German instrument. Like a a wind instrument? But that's not a wooden xylophone, right? A wooden xylophone. His name is David Glockenspiel. If anyone thinks his name isn't David. I got a question for you before I make my wife squirt again. Right now? Yeah. Uh, two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, get the question in quick then. Get get it in quick. Okay. The business. Uh you you guys got in London or America, you got the all you can eat concept. Yeah. It's not as popular, it seems. No. Maybe. Oh I love I love all you to go to the Mongolian barbecue. Oh my god. All you can eat barbecue, Mongolian style. Uh like Ooh, three okay, Okay, that's effort. Okay, well, guys, uh, very thank you. Uh, I love the space yesterday. I love it now. And I'm going to make my wife squirt and I'm going to get a bucket and I put it on Twitter uh, tomorrow. So, guys, have a nice evening. You too. Ukraine. Be, be grateful for her squirt. I want to say as well if you come to one of these spaces in future, we're happy to pitch your squirt. We'll give you five minutes and you can talk about your wife's squirt and then allow people to buy it. Thank you, coach. You're the one. Ciao. What? Why the fuck are you trying to help his wife? I thought you were supposed to be helping me. That dude needs an OnlyFans, man. He can monetize that shit real easy. Addy, Addy, I'm the pimp daddy of everyone. There's yeah, one, this is one, like frustrating me. One pimp and many, Whatever. many, many simps. There's not a one-on-one monogamous relationship. So pimps and simps. This is like a, a like a. Maybe we should just call the space pimps and simps. I agree. What are you guys' thoughts of like um, those uh, shit co- shit coins that are like uh, what was it like cummies and shit? There was like porn porn token or something at one point. Queen uh, Elizabeth in you? There was mommy milkers token. Mm. I remember <laughs> I saw that and I was like, "That's a fucking Queen Elizabeth one." There's multiple Queen Elizabeth ones. Yeah, man. There's uh, there's like a Elizabeth Inu, Queen Inu. Um, you know, all, all of the different Binance Smart Chain variations of the queen, like her name. You know, one way um, when the, I fucked up near the Terra Peak because I had millions of dollars, right, in that. And uh, I bought like $5,000 worth of Will Smith Inu. And then I just forgot about it. I checked it there. It's fucking totally rugged. It's worth zero. <laughs> you bought Will Smith Inu? When he did the slap, Will Smith Inu or something came out. So I bought a, bought a fuck ton of it for a laugh. Like, because I spotted it early. I think it was like 5,000. I think it went up to a lot, like like 50K or something. But then I just fucking forgot because of the death spiral and stuff. And yeah, so it's worth nothing now. I think they rugged it, sadly. Sadly, because uh, I think, uh, you know, Will Smith was a major equity holder. Yeah, you didn't... You thought you were going to get rich off this thing, I know. No. But, hey, you know, uh, the thing is, Jabroni, um, you see, the thing is, like, you have to be careful if you talk about, like, cummies or some other coin like that, right? 
um, maybe people in this space, like Addie, she's going to be like, ooh, I, that sounds interesting. I'm going to yeah, put I all my life savings it. in. Yeah, I you're going to put all your that. life savings in and then go to your, your whole like life is going to go to zero, right? And uh, this, is the, this is the risk we take uh, if we talk about these things here, right? Maybe weed dick Sounds is like the one then. Tunneled, it was a yeah. sandwich with no pickle, and then I got a free. Um, He's a McDonald's. Uh, sweet food. <laughs> but yeah, you everyone needs to be careful because if anyone mentions anything in life, regardless of whether it's a cryptocurrency or a sexual preference or anything else, that can be taken as an implicit um, encouragement to do that thing. Especially when you hear somebody who's a big shot, like me, maybe you or Sefi, not so much Addy. Addy, I've noticed your followers have gone crazy lately. You're like 850 or something, rather than where you started in the gutter a week ago, 500. Really good progress there. Thank you. Yeah, that's all you guys. Yeah, like, for example, if we start talking about something, like maybe, um, you know, examples include like... Um, like, you know, some of the things we've talked about in space is like, for example, forming a, a drug transportation ring with the Mexican cartels. Like, you know, we talked about Midas, who's, you know, a cartel. Member. And we've, we've, we've attempted to kind of like make these little connections here, right? But that doesn't mean you guys should go and like go and build submarines. You know, you shouldn't go and build submarines and like be, you know, moving cocaine from like Mexico to Miami, right? Like this, that's not what we're recommending here. Just because we talk about something doesn't mean you're supposed to go do it. That's what's called, uh, yeah, that's called insane. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah, but it is mostly you, though. So Hello. When you talk, when you talk about drug cartels and squirting or whatever else, we we all kind of just play along in a in a kind of agreeable manner because we don't want to upset Let, you. We like. I uh, I would like to know why uh, Luna is going up and the uh, LUSC is dropping off. Well, that's what we're here to figure out, St. Kings. No, none of us have quite figured out why it's going up. Um, and that's kind of what the point of this space is, to try and understand why uh, this is happening. This you is a recent meeting. meeting. You, you, you know, like a you know, you know I, I, I thought the goal and the effort was to make LUSC rise, but it seems Luna is the one going up and LUSC is, is falling down. And I, I wonder, with the community, I wonder with, LUNC ever gets to $1, what is the uh, plan in, in place? Because uh, uh, we have been holding this coin for long and we are hoping that it will be revived back. So uh, should we still hope that this coin will ever hit $1? I, I don't know, but I found some really good posts the other day on, uh, on our comments. One of them was that uh, Lunk is now going down. It's gone down like 50% because Do Kwon is manipulating the market because he wants it to die so Luna 2 can succeed. A lot of the comments were also like, Lunkdao is doing this. Uh, Lunkdao is, is throwing us under the bus to make, Lunk, to make Luna succeed, which I liked as well, because it's true. Uh, well, uh, 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 if he's doing that, I, I, uh, that, that is very bad, because uh, this market manipulation is not yeah. going to favor the LUNC holders. LUNC holders are a large community. We believe on this coin. And that is why we keep holding and we keep investing in it. Because I myself, I hold uh, uh, some of the LUSC coin hey, for a hey long time. Uh, what part? What part of the world are you in? I'm calling from Nigeria. So all the Nigerians are buying Luna Classic. Well, I'm. I and my friends, we we hold Luna Classic. Look at uh, yeah, some some Nigerians they hold uh, Luna Classic. 
because uh, there are a lot of people from Nigeria who lost uh, during uh, the fall of Luna uh, Classic, mm -hmm. and uh, it was really a terrible uh, event for uh, some people that I knew. Mm -hmm. So we are just here believing that uh, at least even if we don't recover all of our money, but if it at least get to $1, that will be something. Because the LUSC community, they are not even asking much. And I think uh, if Doko is manipulating the market, then uh, uh, the DPEG, I believe he, he, he did it intentionally and there's a fraud in that. So he should contribute to make uh, LUSC grow so that at least those people that are lost uh, massively will have something at hand. Because uh, uh, when they're uh, Luna, DPEG, I, I noticed a lot of people sold their house to invest in this coin. People believed in him. So he should contribute either than manipulating the market. Because LUNC is supposed to be growing, not Luna. Yo, Sick King, you, you got some good ass porn on your feed, bro. You, you have the quality shit, man. I just got to say, I was looking through. Can everyone just read at the top now? I've posted um, quite an insightful tweet. It's by the user uh, Woodfire Jerk. Woodfire Jerk. He's a user I followed for a long time now for information in the lung community. The latest updates, the latest news. He says, whales are manipulating lung. Stable Quan, let's do Quan if anyone you don't know. And his friends don't want lung to survive. Um, they are deliberately manipulating the market in order to bring lung down such that Luna can succeed. And they're using their different organizations, such as Lung Dow, to do so. What do you guys think about this? Well, uh, with DC, uh, uh, because I've seen a lot of comments about uh, CZ, uh, Binance, uh, not wanting to do what the uh, LUNC community wants. So uh, people comment there about they are manipulating the market. I believe uh, uh, the LUNC community have. Uh, a, a right to believe that because uh, everybody is saying that it's just like maybe the LUSC community, the efforts are going to waste because we put a vote, we retweet, we keep dropping our opinion so that Caesar can so, uh, support uh, LUSC. But it seems the more we comment, the more we we retweet, the, the more we post comment, uh, uh, Luna 2.0 keep going up instead of LUNC, which we hope for. So uh, to me, on my own uh, opinion, because I'll be follow up the comment and all, oh, I see that uh, there's really a big manipulation here. And I don't think even Benaz want this coin to survive. So I don't know their reason for this, but we have every right to believe that this is what they are doing, this is what their, manip uh, their manipulation is. But they should understand that the LUNC community is much more larger than the Luna 2.0 community. Yeah, it is. It is much larger and more powerful. And it's searched about 20 times more on social media. The whole world is focused on uh, Lunk, Luna Classic. And yeah. one has a plan to destroy that, then I think the, the community is much more powerful than him. Yes, and the, the people, the uh, people believe that because a lot of people are really paying attention to this coin, watching it to really see if if it will rise. Because uh, LUSC is like is uh, is people believe this coin is is more than just a coin. They believe that this coin is is something that can come back to life that will surprise the whole crypto market. So I do not know if. Uh, 
a big exchange like Binance says that they are afraid for Luna comeback and all, 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 all that. So they just have to assist. They have to assist at least so that those people who lost mass massively can gain something back because the whole world is watching. LUNC is trading on Twitter. It's everywhere. Everyone's eyes is on LUNC. People want to see. They want to know how can this coin be revived back to life? Because uh, three days ago, when this coin was pumping, we were all happy that, oh, uh, LUNC wants to uh, uh, bounce back. This coin is really going to surprise a lot of people. There's something special about this coin, but it seems uh, there are a lot of people who do not just want this coin to revive back to life. And uh, we, we feel a big manipulation here. We feel a, a now, big now manipulation remember, here. Remember, nothing's going to go up straight line, right? So if... Uh... Maybe it goes up some, maybe it goes down, but yeah, yeah. it's it's going to bounce all over the place. So you got to not go, uh, don't get too excited about these things. Yes, so. yeah, but but if we see big exchange implementing the one point two percent tax, they are implementing bond. At least we will have hope. We will have hope. We will know that okay, there are people out there supporting us. This will encourage the LUSC members. It will encourage more people to stake. It will encourage more people to have hope. Effort, they will put more effort to see that this coin succeed. But in a situation whereby some people are putting more effort and other people are manipulating uh, the market because they feel that they have a key to the market, it's, it's not good at all. It will uh, not make the, the coin the, right, the, but it will make the coin go down. Yeah, the crypto markets, by the way, they're all manipulated. Um, so I think yeah. you should uh, eliminate the word manipulation from okay. your vocabulary. Yes, yes, but, but there are some crypto. There are I've some crypto. There, there are some crypto. I believe that they they take their project very seriously. They want to see the holders, the investors, the community people. They want to see them succeed, even if their coin don't get to maybe ten dollar, five dollar, but everyone is still happy. I think uh, it's time for Dokun and Terraform Lab to atone for their sins. They should find a way to help the lunar community, the LUSC community, because LUSC community, they so much believed on, uh, uh, on this coin. And there are still a lot of people out there in the LUSC community that still believe on Doko, that are, they are hoping that Doko will yep. do something to support this coin. And I Thank think you. at least it is time for him to minute, hear buddy. the uh, of the public. Can, 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 I, can, I, hold on. can I jump yeah. in here really fast? Because this is like... Jesus Christ, uh, if you're trying to speak for ages. Um, St. Kings, I've got a question for you. If you were to face... <laughs> St. Kings, you're there. So you're walking along the street of uh, Nigeria and Lagos or somewhere, and Do Kwan walks up to you. What do you say to his face? He's quite short, so you need to probably look him down, sir. Or would you say down to his face? Well, there's this controversy about his height, actually. In the Zach Guzman article in his latest media coverage for what's his new media company? I don't know. He was probably fired from Yahoo for recommending Luna. But either way, he, he talks about Do Kwan as a six foot two man. And we have many, many correlates of, of midgets who we know are very small people um, compared to him that indicate that Do Kwan is probably about six foot one. Has anybody noticed about Zach uh, Guzman, the journalist, that he has constant and incredibly deep vocal fry in everything he says? Is, I, I can't hear anything else. I can't listen to the interview because of his vocal fry. Has anyone noticed this? Um, mm. 
Is, is it just me? I think a lot of guys do that as kind of habituated manliness thing. They have, you know, they develop it when they're teenagers or something, then it just sticks. A lot of guys speak in quite a weird way, I find. If you like, if you listen to people, it's like they're trying to have some kind of effect. But I think it's often a teenage thing that just stuck. Wait, I've never heard a guy with vocal fry before. What does that sound like? Like I've only heard like in New York, uh, a lot of women. Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, you know, just this. Uh, you go okay. find Zach Zach Guzman, like his interview of Doquan, and try try and get through a couple of minutes, and you'll just hear it's like you can hear like like vocal fry is one thing, but this mm-hmm. is this is like McDonald's deep fry you know you can hear the chips being cooked like this man's voice like is you incredibly... think he's trying to sound more like yeah like definitely gravelly and masculine or something De- definitely definitely mm. grover yeah. what what do you say to people who have said the same thing about you <laughs> uh, hello i'd say i'd say my no my uh my voice is not particularly um anything if i was trying to put a voice on it might sound a bit like this mate oh here we go we're in the old the old spaces are we what we're talking about hello um i think if i if i should walk up to the court yeah. today and admit him in the street i'm just going to ask him a few questions like how do you sleep at night do you find peace don't you hear the people cry those people that lost their life because of your coin are you comfortable because like right now you you it, it seems you you are even like a, a mother. Well, saying uh saying um how much money did you lose? Two dollars. Me? Yeah, how Hello. much did you lose? I lost um more than uh, three thousand dollars. So in Nigeria, what but, did you buy? But my friends, my friends, I have friends, I have friends that that lost uh, uh, way more. Mm. Well, so what kind of things can you buy with $3,000 in Nigeria? Like a car or maybe a house? Uh, a whiskey wow. or another? A car. A car, a nice car. A land. What if, okay, so you're, you're on the street and you say, Lequan, how do you sleep at night? How yes, do you, how, do you, oh. how do you find peace? Because, uh, you know, I, I, follow, I follow up with the media when uh, LUSC crashed. I think there were a lot of people right, that, that lost their life, that committed suicide. Okay. Because what, of if, this what, if Kwan, what if Doug Kwan then says, like, I sleep like a baby. I sleep fine. I don't care. Then, then I'm, going to tell, I'm going to tell him that he don't have a heart. He don't have feelings. Then what he don't he, care about human life. What if he says, I know, it's just because I'm autistic? Would you be? Then I'm, then I'm going to tell him that judge, God's judgment is upon him. Mm. So you wouldn't attack yeah. him, right? you'd leave it to God? Wait, which, which God? No, I'm, I'm not going to attack him because attacking him or beating him won't, won't uh, make, uh, uh, solve anything. It yeah. won't solve anything. No, that, would, that, would, that is not the solution. That's but good. do you think it might make you feel a little bit better? Maybe like if you got to like just hit him or something. I think uh, letting him know his sin and uh, letting him know there are a lot of people there. There are a lot of cry on the streets. There are people who are depressed right now because of you. You put them in that condition. You put them in that situation because they believed so much in you they trusted you and that's why they invested on your project but at the end of the day what they got was disappointment what, what do you what do you say to people who have a more spiritual angle where they say that 
everyone makes their own decisions in life. It's everyone's choice to invest in anything. And if you make a loss, it's your responsibility to do the initial research and decision. And it's not really anyone else's decision. A lot of people say that. What do you say to them? Yes, but I, I would say that statement is true. But I will also let them know that whoever that is doing a project, you are doing a project, you have to do it well. You don't do a project, you don't bring out a project just to scam people. That is not right. Everybody Actually, wants to uh, make every, everyone, every. Yeah. Uh, 95% of the stocks in the stock market, uh, you're going to lose money in. So uh, there's nothing special about uh, uh, blockchain projects that make that any less true. So just you should be aware of that, right? Yeah, yeah. But you see the LUSC community. No, there's, no, there's, no, there's no but. That's just, that's just what it is. So you really can't like blame this guy. No, you don't want to blame God. You don't want to blame. Okay, okay, okay. Ones, right? Yeah, right. The, the, present, the present situation is that uh, uh, the community are trying to revive back LUSC, but he should also try to say in a possible way he can help. If he's getting this coin to just $1 or 50 cents, I think uh, more than half of the community will be okay. They will be happy. He has helped, by the way. He has helped. You know all of you know the terror rebels. Have you have you are you keeping up with all the updates? The terror rebels and stuff like that. Uh, St. Kings, terror rebels being the main developers who are helping all these things happen. Right, they're 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 uh, making the changes. But then TFL, Terraform Labs, and Doquan have approved and they've merged all these changes. They've implemented all of the changes that terror rebels have made. So they've helped every stage of the way. Um, the the reason that staking is now online is because of Terraform Labs. They've helped it. Okay, so because uh, you know the recent comment now that uh, the LUSC is going down, so I read a lot of people comment about uh, manipulation. So, no, so no, no, why, no. why is it, why is uh, it going, you, going you back? You have to stop. You have to stop reading things on the internet, my friend. Okay. Yeah, say all sorts of nonsense. Can I, can I just say something okay. about Gordon? The best way to educate yourself is these spaces with me and Sefi, because okay, we actually so so. Which means uh, we we still have hope that the coin is going to rise. Maybe, but you know, cryptocurrencies go up and down. It's okay. uh, anything can happen. But it does, but but what people do is they see the the price go down, and then they like to invent reasons like Doquan is selling a lot of it. Doquan is doing whatever. The whales are manipulating. Okay. No, if you look at crypto history, price goes up and down like crazy all the time. Even look at like Bitcoin over the long term, right? Bitcoin was yeah. like what. 70k a few months back now it's what 20k it just goes up yeah. and down it works coach can i say okay. something about uh, that okay yeah you can talk about that but include squirting okay, okay. Uh, well i was trying to make my wife squirt and i used a bucket and she looked at me like okay uh well i don't want to see that face again anymore by the way so about do Kwan, if he didn't, what the people say, scam or whatever, whatever, I love it. If he did scam all these people, he has my respect. If he didn't, okay, we're going to rebuild it with the Luke community. And even when he did scam it, we're going to build it with the Luke community. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I love the guy. Yeah, he's cute. And I have one bucket of squirt. Uh, anybody want to sell price for that? Maybe you should wrap it up in a, a, a maybe a, a DHL package and send it to uh, Do Kwan's house. 
I know where he lives. That's a problem. I'll take a bucket of squirts. Whoa, 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 whoa. How much? Um, I can send you zero dollars and an illiquid NFT. No, I need I need some gas fees. I need just I need gas fees, you know, to send it to you. uh, I will send you I will send you five dollars in here. <laughs> we'll make right. it happen. Uh, yes, I, uh, I would. I would like to be clear on one thing. Is uh, CZ happen with uh, the implementation? Say that again. Is uh, Binance happy with the one point two task bond? Are they, did you say are they helping or will they do it? Right. Do, because you, I, I see a, a, a lot of comment that I see CZ. Do not want to do what uh, the lunar community wants. So I want to know how true is that. We don't know. We don't know. I've I've confronted CZ. I said you better fucking implement this because you said you do what the community wanted. Yeah. A few, you said you made the suggestion that everyone burns the lunk to make it functional again. He made the original suggestion. He made the suggestion, oh. and we followed that. And now he's saying that he's not sure. So we don't know yet. We hope he does. It'll reveal whether CZ is a good man or if he's the devil, right? Because if he does it, then he follows the community once. And if he doesn't do it, then he's listening to the devil. Yeah, and then Nigerians will rise up uh, with pitchforks and flames and magic and spells and destroy Binance in one massive... uh... Can I I add something to that? Um, Shouldn't the community also start to build more like DApps, NFTs and everything on Lunek um, just to to burn tokens and to actually build an ecosystem and and have more use case for it? So the community should not just wait on the burning, just be more active. So, Steffi, did you say spells? Like magic spells? (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, I know a small group of Nigerians. Um, maybe Saint um, Kings is not aware, but there there are some small groups in Nigeria who have been building uh, like small clubs. Uh, you know, in some of the small homes, and they are uh, learning how to cast spells, magic spells. Um, some of them are very aggressive, like they can shoot like ice. Some of some of them can shoot fire, right? And saying, have you have you heard about this thing happening in your country? Uh, about uh, magic spell? Yeah, like they're 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 getting magic spells ready to like attack Binance just in case. Um, you know, something doesn't go right. <laughs> no, those those you are, heard this, right? Well, uh, those are just uh, mere comments. There are, there's no, nothing like that is going to happen. <laughs> oh, you're saying this is just like these YouTubers are just fucking with me. <laughs> uh magic spell in in africa uh, uh it, it won't really work against a, a cz it, it it won't that that one is just on its own different level yeah i'm i've never been to uh, africa personally right i've just heard stories from friends of mine that uh are from there yeah africa there, there is something about Africa. Uh, yes, here in Af- Africa, they have uh, this uh, uh, powerful uh, 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 spiritual powers uh, and and all that. So uh, those those are real. What types of witnessed? Saint, huh? what type of what type of magic have you witnessed amongst your people? Like, any anybody that's uh, starting like a small like 
fireball cult or something like that? Um, yes, or during uh, maybe uh, uh, festivals, right? During traditional festivals, we, we see things like that. People fire coming out from people's mouths. Oh my uh, god! A lot uh, different things. There, there are things like that. Grab their mouth. Have you seen? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so a lot of a lot of people have this uh, magic. They can disappear and reappear. So are they? Uh, are they uh, connecting? Are they burning Luna Classic with that? <laughs> they are not. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> maybe you can. Maybe you can suggest it there. Maybe they can be part of the community. Because <laughs> they sound they sound really powerful, right? I I can't even imagine shooting fire out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. There are things like that. There are things like that. It uh, it has to do. With, it's very common with uh, the the witch daughters uh, over here. Traditional witch daughters, especially during festival. Wait, uh, do they do? Um, do they read tar tarot cards or do they read fortunes for you? Have you ever, have are, you ever been to? Yeah, there, there are some. There are some uh, that can read, but there are some that uh, just pretend they can, but actually they are they are scam. You're saying that if I go to one of these guys and they say Luna Classic is going to go up, uh, should I believe them or not? Don't believe them. If they are from internet, don't believe them. Set your seeing them face to face. Oh, so on the internet, don't believe them, but only no, because uh, a, a lot of because a lot of them on internet are ninety five percent of them on internet advertising all these tables, pay and magic. They are scam. Okay, then I need to get a plane ticket to Nigeria and visit one of these uh, small witch doctor groups, right? And they'll be able to tell me. <laughs> like maybe they'll be able to tell me what to invest in because my investing skills just blow. Like like everything I buy goes down, right? So like the, maybe they can help me. Maybe they can predict something, right? <laughs> okay, you are welcome. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get some of that. I'm gonna get some more research done. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you were saying something. Yeah, if you visit uh, five to seven, you can average it out, and then you can have a pretty good uh, quantitative case for your investments. You're saying get like you go to five to seven witch doctors, and maybe like take the average of what they say to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think they call that like some kind. It's like dollar cost averaging, right? Or witch doctor cost averaging. No, it's it's called twapping. Twapping is that like a sexual thing? I think there's a TikTok dance. I think there's a TikTok dance that uh, that people tend to do to get some likes and follows. Um, let me just consult with my friend here one second. Oh no, that's not a dance. That's uh, a biological thing that people do on Ogre Chain. Um, and I was drinking a gallon of milk every day, like Coach Bruce told me to uh, uh it, can you talk about maybe i've heard a little bit about ogre chain before i've heard it's inclusive and non-discriminatory and lgbqt um can you talk more about that uh yes yes um so the lgbqt community is very important on ogre chain because uh there's no there's no uh preference between, uh, say, a, a gay man or uh, a lesbian or anyone because Ogre Chain is bi-curious uh, and pansexual. 
Mm. You, you're missing a component, Grover. You need to do that. Whenever someone's talking, he goes, yes, 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 yes. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't really do that in an American accent. It's very hard. You know, no, he only does it when somebody's talking. Like if I'm doing one of my weird little speeches or something, he'll be like interjecting, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I've got to work on that bit. Um, He's so excited to speak. And if you let him speak, he'll speak for like 90% of the time. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. I like to try and keep it concise. That's where I really keep, go wrong. You need to keep going until someone like forcibly ejects you or shouts over you in a really domineering manner. <laughs> uh, well, look. Hey, you know, uh, Osina just came in. Uh, Osina Kachi, uh, good to see you again. Uh, which country are you uh, calling from today? Yeah, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, I'm calling from Ivory Coast. Oh, nice. Uh, we haven't heard anyone from Ivory Coast. Uh, so we were discussing this idea of like um, the magic users of Africa. Right? Um, where can I get? At? Does the Ivory Coast have uh, a very like special magical property? Like, is that why people go there to? Um, like collect magical herbs and spices and they put them all together and they like burn them in those little, uh, they burn them in these little like uh, buckets, right? And they kind of like smoke up the tents and everything and then they like pray. And then next thing you know, they can, um, you know, like they can cause like ice to melt and maybe like fires to burn. Uh, have you have you seen this thing? <laughs> Though he's always he's always believed that here in Africa there are some kind of black magics, you know, that does those kind of stuff. But I've not really seen one with my, you know, I, I've not really witnessed one. But but Osi, do you do you tend to play around on your computer mostly, or do you go outside and like play? Do I do what? Do you tend to like play around indoors and your computer, or do you tend to go outside and play? Play, uh, but I do go outside and play. I do go outside and play. But the thing is, though I've not witnessed one close to me, but at least uh, I know I know people. I know of people that have witnessed some. Those kind of stores in different areas, but for me, I've never witnessed it uh, myself. Yeah, just like in my own, uh, in my village, my own village. I'm a Nigerian. I'm not an Ivorian, but I reside. I I live in Ivory Coast. So in my own village, uh, we have something. Those kind of masquerade every December period. That we have a festival. Our cultural. Uh, activities that we normally do every uh, December period. You know, where you see masquerade, uh, the ones they control with some kind of magical power, those, the ones they say can kill and eat human flesh, you know, those kind of things. But Whoa. during those times, <laughs> during those times, sometimes they, you know, they will announce people doesn't normally come out. So, you know, uh, Eddie, I think uh, I think this uh, destination deserves a field trip. It sounds like. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have time on your schedule? Do you know that they speak um, French on the Ivory Coast? Do, well, I didn't, some people I didn't speak know that. French. So you can yeah, get around yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, the whole of the whole of uh, is a is a francophone country. So it's yeah, just it was all a French about... colony. So <laughs> they speak French there. 
former yeah. French colony. <clears throat> oh, so can he, you, can you speak French? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Je parle français comme anglais. <laughs> oh, very nice. I speak the, yeah, yeah. I've become by, by uh, what do you call it? I, I, do, I speak the two, English and French now. Well, so he's a very languages. Addy, uh, do you have any French for the gentleman? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I, like have much to say in English right now either. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me to speak in French? I... So you, you're not going to go on a field trip to go investigate the magic of the Ivory Coast? Maybe one day. I don't know. Should I? Is it like, should that be like, should I add it to my, how long is the flight from like New York? I don't even know. Like I couldn't even like picture this on a map, like where it is. My geography isn't. From um, New, uh, from, uh, New York to, to this place, I think it's about, it's about uh, nine hours. I think it's about nine, nine hours. Okay. That's not that bad. I was thinking it would be like more like 12 to 16. So that's not too bad. No, it's know. not. What not. are you guys talking about? Though <laughs> yes. uh, here in, in Ivory Coast is, uh, if you really want to witness all these kind of things, you know, this kind of stuff, I think uh, uh, the best places here in Africa is some part of Nigeria and the uh, and the Togo. I don't know. If, uh, 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 what do you call it? Benin Republic, where uh, you know of uh, Adebayo that played for Arsenal, his country. Osi, where are you? I'm, I'm at home. I'm at home. There's a lot of excitement over there. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, uh, so what I'm saying is, if you really want to witness, you know, the and especially uh, that's uh, Adebayo's country. I don't know if you've heard of him. Hmm, not too much. Uh, yeah, so they have a, a whole lot of is in Benin Republic, I think it's, uh, it's just their culture, you know. There are a lot of things that go, do go on there, that do happen there. Like, that's where you experience the real magic, black magic. In Benin Republic, and mm. some parts of Nigeria. Yeah, I've never been to uh, Africa before. If I want to find like the most uh, beautiful girls, where do I go? Like which which country, which place? If I want to find the most beautiful girls, <laughs> you know, Africa is is blessed with you know, for me, all the all the countries in Africa, they are blessed with you know beautiful damsels. So if you want to find the most beautiful girls. As in real blacks, if you're talking about real black African ladies, is places like Kenya, like uh, Senegal. I'm talking about the real black ladies, you know. Yeah. But if you are talking about, now, if you're talking about beautiful girls, maybe those fair in complexion or mixed, then you can go to Nigeria. Depending that depends on what you want. Wait, so you don't think that the like you didn't even say your own country? Do you think you do not like the women there? As in Ivory Coast. 
Yeah, you didn't say that. It's one of the options. That's exactly what I wanted to say. That's the place I wanted to call before, you know. I wanted to say, and lastly, Cote d'Ivoire. They have beautiful girls, you know. Though they are well, they are known with ladies, uh, for ladies with nice shape, you know, more than the Nigeria. Yeah, but beautiful faces, you get them in Nigeria. Uh, but ladies with, you know, very, you know, the V shape and everything, Ivorians, Ivorians, they have a lot of things. They are known for that. They are ladies. What I what I really want is like I don't really care about complexion or if they're dark or lighter or whatever what i want is like a, a woman who's really feminine like really girly you know what i mean like really really feminine and, yeah. and it's like with her emotions and like she loves to dance and paint and creativity and stuff like where can i find girls like that do you know what i mean Girl, yeah. girls uh, you find those girls in nigeria actually you find those kind of girls when you talk about creativity and uh, you know the those kind of stores that are lively, they, you know, that that they have, they really have that feminine uh, qualities that you, just like you said, you can find them in Nigeria. And also here in Ivory Coast, they are here. But when you talk about girls with that mentality, create creative ladies, you find it in Nigeria too. You find it in Nigeria mostly. Find it in Nigeria. They are good there. And uh, South Africa too. South Africa is another place. Though most of the ladies are, they are some kind of white back there, but they have good ladies there in South Africa. Uh Hey, Kalaja, you've been here for a while. You trying to say something? AV Kalaja? Sometimes people just come up for the clouds. You know, but yeah, thank you. Um, Osinakachi, is that how you say your name? Osinakachi. Do you guys think that this AB person's profile picture is real or fake? Anyone's? Let me have a look. To me, it looks like, um, like not a real person. Why do you say that? I think it looks real. I don't know. It just like it strikes me as like. You're like, no one can be that dashingly handsome. With such no, it just like hair. seems like, no, it seems like it's like a picture that you could find on like Google or something. I don't know. <laughs> You're quite the sleuth. Uh, I think uh, um, actually like Kawaja is followed by Lunk Dao and uh, he tends to post a lot about uh, buying Lunk. So I'm assuming uh, he's a super fan of uh, the Lunk Dao or some. Minion, or maybe, he's one of those. Maybe related. I have some friends from uh, India, and they go out every weekend. And they uh, like uh, dress up and get haircuts, and they take pretty pictures of themselves. And uh, this is their hobby. So maybe he's uh, one of these guys. So he might have a unrealistically good-looking profile picture, but you know that's just a hobby. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous of his beard. He's got a pretty damn nice beard, you know. why i was like i don't know it seems fake is because it looks like maybe like somebody else took it and just typically men don't have profile pictures where somebody else took it like usually they took their pictures like look at 
um, anyone else in here that has like a real profile picture. Um, just, I don't know. Just an you're saying it's too good to be true. You know, no man could have a profile picture that good mm. because men are just no. terrible. Yeah, this is what I, this is what I was confused about my friends. And then I realized they go out in groups of three to five and they, and they do this and they oh, get good shots. Well. They do this like I live in this this um, apartment building, which is kind of expensive, and um, <clears throat> at the local universities and stuff, the the wealthier students who come here, international students from from uh, a lot of them from China and the Middle East and Dubai and places like that, come here and they tend to stay in these apartments, um, like the kind of high rise apartments, and uh, almost always the the Middle Eastern students get dressed up in these like robes and stuff like very traditional, like, you know, like a, a shake robe um, and go out in groups of about two or three and take pictures of themselves like, one by one. Like they get in, they get dressed up in like their most um, kind of opulent kind of wealthy looking robes and golden chains and stuff like that. And they'll just like walk around and take pictures of each other's in different situations. Like I've, I, I go cycling all around here and I, I like almost every day I come across like a group of about three or four, um arab students dressed in these weird robes like totally like inappropriate for the weather because <laughs> it's really fucking cold quite often and and just taking pictures of each other it's like a weird thing they do i'm not sure what they do with it send it to family or tinder or something but it's it's like yeah as as you said it's a hobby yeah I, I noticed that in san francisco a few weeks back there was uh you know there's like a park by the uh on the way to the golden gate bridge i think maybe it's called golden gate park or something and there's this like series of women that were like taking pictures in dresses that would look like maybe something out of some Cinderella movie or some shit, like, like really frilly and like colorful and whatnot. And they're all taking pictures of each other. And I'm not sure if they're like posting for Instagram or they're just having fun, but it's like, they have a whole costume that they either rented or something. And they, cause I can't imagine them wearing this anywhere else. Right. Like, like buying these things. Uh, very interesting. Yeah. Like pe people like to take pictures of each other for some reason. I think if I find it's really interesting when guys do it, it's like, I know a lot of girls that do stuff like that. Like I, like I have, I shouldn't even say this cause I don't want people to like go looking for it, but like I have an Instagram, but like, I don't really use it anymore, but it always strikes me as like interesting when guys are like, Oh, like, like can you like let's take pictures of each other like i don't know i just think it's funny like my brother was visiting me i don't know a couple months ago and he like wanted me to take a picture of him to post i think he he ended up posting it and i took it but i was just sitting there thinking like i don't know this just feels really strange but maybe i'm just being like sexist or something but i thought it was mm, no no real men tend to not have an instagram and this is for a specific business use case like you yeah. would never have an Instagram just for like the hell of it or like for fun. Um, like most men are too busy. If you, if you're a real man, you're too busy doing other stuff to, to care about. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like kind of strange. I don't know. I also think like, I, I think it's so much like, um, like I like it so much when I hear that somebody doesn't have social media or like specifically like Instagram, or I guess when you're like my age, Snapchat is still like a really like, if I hear that, like I'm running for the hills, but um, yeah, the Instagram's kind of. Addy, I just have to ask you now. Um, why is it that? Because personally, I don't really use Instagram, and I uh, I don't have Snapchat, and I'm just curious. Why is it that you don't have either of those? Because most people, I mean, your age, women particularly, like are on that shit all the time. 
Yeah, I mean, I do have both, but like I have them because I had them when I was much younger. Like I've had probably my account since I was like, I don't know, 13 or something. But um, Instagram, I use like I'll go on Instagram and look at it to like see, you know, things that my friends post or people I went to high school with or college with because I don't use like Facebook. Like people, I, I don't really know anyone that uses it or if they do, like I'm not keeping up with it. Um, and then I also use it a lot to like, look at like like fashion stuff or things like that but like I don't myself like post really on it anymore just because I like I used to but it just sort of got to a point where it felt very like I don't know like narcissistic like why do why would I think that anyone wants to like see me just like at some restaurant like I don't know posing with a cocktail like it just seems a little bit strange I I don't know like when I was like, no, really no, thinking I'm, about it I completely I'll post like like I do use my Instagram story sometime to post like if I'm reading something interesting or like if I'm somewhere like pretty like if I'm on a hike or something and I think it's really pretty but just the whole like posting yourself it just I, I don't know like once I started thinking about it I just found it very weird and then Snapchat I mean I had when I was again like younger but I don't really use it at all anymore um and I don't use that one mostly because like like I, I would never use that to communicate with somebody. Like if I wanted to talk to somebody, I would text them. And if somebody were like, oh, like some guys, even in their 20s, will be like, oh, here's my Snapchat. And if somebody says that to me, I just say like, oh, I don't use Snapchat. And I usually won't even offer my number at that point because I'm like, I think that we have different ideas of what like um, good communication looks like. So I don't know. I just think it's really immature that um, people like in my generation still sort of rely on that as a form of communication. It's very like fleeting. I think it's a few it's just, people that know. you, I've seen some people use it. Um, like if they're into particularly art. Mm-hmm. So if they're creating something that's visual, then it makes sense maybe to share it on Instagram or maybe sh- like follow people that do that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's a little bit different than just taking pictures of yourself. Yeah, like I like yeah. I totally agree. Like I like to follow like I follow a lot of artists and like musicians and like uh, like fashion houses that I really like and stuff like that. But when it's just somebody like I don't like why would I post like just me and like some like outfit that I wore like when I before I went to a, like a bar or something? It just seems so strange. Like I don't know why I would do that. I know. No, hey, um, oh, go ahead, Sandy. I was gonna say there's a lady that I know that's um um that's in town here and she is like crazy hardcore into like mm, and and she's not like and she's probably in her I don't know 40s or something or late 30s I guess and uh she's really into like collecting every manner of like uh, high-end purse and you know clothing and everything so she's into fashion but then it's like she wants to like pose with this stuff on instagram and she has this thing and she just kind of have has a hobby of like showing this stuff off and i'm like how much money are you spending per picture to kind of like load up on enough shit to be able to take pictures of something new uh it's just a, a crazy amount of money so i don't know um if she's just like a shopaholic and she just likes to document it or what the fuck, right? It's, just a, it's like a lot of shit. Like it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, stuff she buys. It just finds it. I find it interesting. Yeah. I think like the thing you said about like the, 
like how like how do you like spend so much just to like be getting this like new content or whatever it's like that was another reason why I stopped using Instagram and stopped like just using social media in that way is because it's so repetitive and it's like at what point do you cross the line of like oh I just want to like show like what I'm doing into like this like narcissistic like look at me like I think that I, I don't know it just it's so like I don't know. I have a lot of issues yeah, I, with social media, but I, I agree with you as well, Addie. The thing I think is, it's not Instagram good for women too, especially like women really fall into this trap of like constantly taking pictures of themselves and constantly like posting. And I think that there is, of course, like a validation that comes with like seeing people engage with it and like you know whatever. But I don't think that that's good for you in the long run to be like constantly like obsessing over. I don't know. It just, I think it, it's not healthy for the psyche to be like looking at yourself and presenting yourself in this lens because then you start seeing yourself like in that way as well. And it just feels very, I don't know, not good to me, but. Yeah, no, um, the thing is with Instagram and my gripe with it is that it's just like, everyone's only showing them like their best selves. You know, you're only going to let people see what you want to see. And it's just like, you never actually, you never know who a person is just based off of their Instagram. Like, it's impossible. They're just going to show you all the the pictures of them living their quote unquote best lives. You know what I mean? Like, just, uh, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem very real to me. And and I mean, it's just, it's, it's strange. And it also just like people. It's also people get into this mindset, like I've got, so you're on vacation or something or, or whatever. And there's this agenda. There's this agenda that I'm going to take a picture at some place and I've got to look a certain way. It's like a whole like contrived project. It's like you're filming some sort of movie or some shit and you're like getting ready for it. It just seems weird because like you see the places that people take pictures and things and you're like, well, that was a very, very specific thing you did to get there (laughs) to dress that particular way. And it seemed like, you know, like some of the things it's like, oh, yeah, you spent half a morning figuring that shit out to get to this picture. It seems pretty contrived. Like even when I go to like a trip uh, where there's a lot of maybe tourists, uh, uh, it's interesting, like Asian tourists, uh, especially from, I think, like Japan, East Asia, especially Japanese. Like it's no surprise to me they invented so many fucking cameras because like they love that shit. Right. They're just shooting things 24 seven. Like, I'm like, put the fucking camera away. Like, you're on, like, uh, you're on some mountains, you know, in, a, like, a, a gondola or something going, you know, where, you know, like, on a skiing mountain and stuff. And, uh, like, you know, I just recall, like, you know, they're just taking pictures the entire time. And I, I get it, like, you know, a picture here and there. But, like, uh, I just feel like uh, there are some cultures, for some reason, the attraction towards just constantly, like, taking pictures. And then, like, the crazy thing is, like, who's looking at all these pictures, like, and these are not the people that are like posting necessarily like on um, Instagram, or whatever. These are just families and they just keep taking pictures and I, they must have this massive collection somewhere and they're going to assume sit somewhere and then like look at all these at some point. I don't know. I'm not so sure. Maybe they do. I don't know. I, I've never actually seen them looking at pictures. I've always seen them taking them. So I'm not sure. I'm just biased in that one direction. <laughs> have you guys ever seen, I don't know if maybe like this is probably like a joke, maybe that I'm not trying to like say you guys are old, but maybe just more like my generation, but like seeing like girls will post like me when I like do my daily, like look through my Instagram to like see how other people are perceiving me or something like that. So they're oh, saying like, like the whole reaction video. Scene. Yeah. Like, well, no, they're saying that's, like, they'll that's go interesting to, like, shit. They'll, I think you like see a lot of that on TikTok now too, which is like a whole nother thing. But 
like they'll they'll go to their own profiles and like look through it to see like how they imagine other people are looking at their profile and i'm like that is so unhealthy like that's now it's gotten crazy. to a point where like that's should, weird like, that so they're looking so... at their own stuff and reacting to their own stuff yeah they're like looking at it after it's posted or whatever and trying to like sort of see like how would other people see this post and how do they perceive who I am based on this post and I'm like that is so bad for your psyche like you're looking at like a what a picture of yourself in a bikini and you're trying to figure out what other people are thinking of you like in that like it's just that's not good for you like it's so bad and so I think that's one part where I'm just like oh I just think it's like in the long run it has to be detrimental to like be seeing this like these like numerical like basically yeah in other words what you're saying like, is that is that the metaverse is stupid is what you're saying yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> but it's also like savvy what you're saying like how like you'll see these vacation pictures and you're like what lengths did you have to go to to take these you see the same stuff like i do have a tiktok i don't like post on it but i like look at tiktoks i should probably delete it it's like it takes up way too much of my time but you see people doing the same thing where they'll do like um, I see it in New York all the time. Like I'll see girls like walking around filming them and guys too, but it's like day in my life. But as somebody that actually lives there, I'm like, that is absolutely not what your day in the life looks like. Like my day in the life would look pretty damn similar to I'm sure anybody else's that lived like anywhere else. But of course, because like I live in New York, I could make it seem really cool and I could make it seem really exciting. And so people will do that and then post it as if it's like, that's their, you know, their truth when it's not. And it's like something that's so curated, which is fine, I guess. But I'm like, really, in the long run, I don't think that that I just think it's like, it has to be bad for your, you like psychologically to be feeling like an amplifying this like performance of life rather well, than these, just these, like, yeah, these people are know. somewhere between like, either really creative or really narcissistic or both right so it's like i think it's mostly narcissistic but i don't know maybe both i mean i think it can be a little bit of both it depends on like really like what content you're putting out but i don't know i just think it's a slippery slippery slope hey denise hey denise go ahead hi guys um i just want to comment on addy this is one very intelligent, very wise young lady. Um, I I see exactly what she's talking about. And those are a lot of people that are extremely self-absorbed. And they have actually, actually, honestly have very low self-esteem. Uh, but it's very, very refreshing to see a young, beautiful woman like Addie come out and make these comments um, that are absolutely completely total wisdom i'm i'm very impressed by you addy i just want you to know that um you keep on going the way you're going you're very smart you're very beautiful and you're very wise Take that's care. so sweet thank you so much i'm not like saying it like like i totally was was absolutely like that at one point to like in the very recent past like with you know i was you know like probably when I was like 19 or 20. So I definitely like, I just think it's like, I, it makes me nervous for, for girls, but thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. That's so sweet. You're, you're very, you're very welcome. And you're very correct. Take care, honey.
Yeah, you know, like another little thing, Addy, um, you might have seen this. If you go on YouTube, mm, there are like people that do reaction videos about just about everything now. Like it's like, okay, I saw, you know, the preview to the new Star Wars movie or something. And they sit around and they're like, okay, we're going to videotape ourselves. Like, <laughs> like we're going to videotape ourselves. I'm using the word tape, like, because I'm old. Um, but they're going to videotape ourselves. Um, like like looking at this preview and then we're going to like gawk at it and make interesting faces, but it's kind of contrived. So it's like you're, you're observing it and you're filming yourself. So obviously you're going to act like even more excited than normal, or maybe you're trying to not act as excited as normal. So you can act like a legit reaction, but then what's the point of the video? The yeah, whole thing it's is weird. So weird. And then it's also like the, like I used to watch those even, I think when I was like younger, like probably in, middle school or early high school but then it's also like there's this whole other dimension where it's like the people that are watching those videos it's like in a way you're almost like some of them are funny but then other ones it's almost like you're watching because you're like oh well how do they react like that's how i should be reacting and it's like nobody is right like it's, forming like, this, their own it's like this uh it's like this validation loop right yeah, you're, you're so already strange. seeing you're already looking at that video because you like a certain song or certain movie right right yeah so now you're watching this shit and it's like oh these people love this just as much as i do and you know what they like it even more than i do i must be a genius or something you, you know yeah. you know when you were showing a friend like for the first time you're like dude check out this video check out this song like these people are now reacting exactly how you'd like your friend to react. Like, holy shit. It's like, exactly. I listened to exactly Metallica. Oh God, that's amazing. You know, like for the first time ever, I listened to Enter Sandman. It's like, fuck off. Of course you've heard Enter Sandman, you idiot. You know, everyone's heard this song, but they're like, oh, wow, I've never listened to this. And they're like, okay, okay, wow, amazing. It's like, yeah, obviously, you fucking idiot. You've heard the song. Don't tell me you haven't heard this song. <laughs> Grover, uh, you might be more familiar with this and maybe you can describe it, this phenomenon. I'm kind of new to the UK, but there's a show that I saw and it just stunlocked me when I saw it on the TV on BBC. And it's Gogglebox and it's people watching television on television. Yes. Yes. It's, um, it's a really interesting show. Where, so anyone who's not familiar with Gogglebox, they show like a clip from, like I said, maybe it's like an exciting scene from uh come dine with me and then they'll have the different reactions of maybe five or six different families from different socioeconomic backgrounds you know some gay ones some crazy ones uh some very boring conservative ones and how they react to the same scene and then they'll play the reactions with a little clip in the corner uh and it's pretty fascinating and uh it's so uh, people people like you can get something from it whoever you are so if you want to laugh at posh people you can do that if you want to laugh at stupid people you can do that um, you know, if you want to laugh at uh, gays, if you want to laugh at women, if you want to laugh at, you know, like any any kind of person, this show is is going to be perfect for you because there's everyone, everyone's represented. So in other words, if we want to make fun of people, we should do so in a diversified way. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's laugh like, at people uh, in a diversified way, yeah. Yeah, it's like a shotgun, you know, like, um, you know, buckshot sort of thing, you know, catch everyone with it. And there's it, a sort of fractal nature to it where they are, they're, they're watching television on the channel that you're watching. And so it's like an, a big ad for the television that's already going on, but you don't really want to spoil yourself. So I guess the point is that you watch this independently, or it's, it's so strange. 
Yeah, it's genius. It's genius. Yeah, it's like this feedback loop. It's like when you go into the bathroom and if you have like a bathroom with a mirror on both sides, right? Like it looks like you're looking into infinity. Maybe maybe they're trying to get that effect. It would uh, it would only freak me out if they started showing me watching the telly. In exactly. The, the only thing the missing bandies. is you watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that would that would really freak me out. Um, yeah, I've got nothing else to say about it. Yeah, pretty much once you get to infinity, that's pretty much the conversation's over, right? <laughs> Safi, um, just out of curiosity, because I know you're a little bit older, um, do you use Facebook? And do you, if so, do you use it often? Actually, it's funny, like when, so when Facebook first came out, mm, like, uh, you know, it was kind of picking up steam after MySpace sort of like fell apart, right? Right around that time, like these th- two things kind of exchanged. You went from like, uh, and then Facebook in particular got popular, not so much when it was um, on desktop, but when like it became more popular on phones and stuff. But um, I always kind of avoided it. I was like, I don't know why, but like ever since email, really, like email fucking annoyed me. Like I didn't even like uh, this idea of like, like having to constantly like, you know, respond to people and whatever. I barely like to pick up the mail at the mailbox. I mean, like this idea of having to like um, keep on playing with this email thing. So I I started email like when I actually absolutely had to. And then later um, when things like uh, MySpace came along, I skipped all that shit. Like I I had no, I had no interest in any of that. Plus I was kind of busy with school and stuff. And, um, and when like when networks and stuff really got, got, prominent I, I got really more into like the sort of like the early early mmo uh, video game scene and kind of like got sucked into that right so like that's really time consuming so you only have to do one of those things and then you realize wait a minute like it doesn't matter which of these things you do it's going to occupy a fuck ton of your time it's just going to like suck you in it's going to waste a bunch of time so like facebook's one of those things like i was never a type of person to like take a bunch of pictures and like share them with family and you know like send little funny little emails to people, shit like that. I just wasn't much of a, like, uh, communicator on that level. I just didn't care that much about it. So Facebook, like, when it emerged, like, didn't really particularly resonate with me. It wasn't like, oh, you know, I have to get on this thing. I got to see what it does. No, I just kind of largely ignored it. Like, after a while, what happened is, like, it's almost like you, when you Google something, right, you eventually get to the point where, um, or actually at that time, actually Google was almost nothing. <laughs> like it was like Alta Vista and Yahoo and stuff. Anyway, um, so these things came about and then when you started Googling things, you'd sometimes wind up on Facebook pages. So that's kind of like how some people that didn't care about it just got into, got like saw pages of Facebook. So I knew what it was. I knew like what kind of content it had and what people were doing with it, but I never really kind of early on played with it. So like years and years and years go by and Oh, and eventually, like, the IPO for the stock comes out. My wife's like, oh, you got to, like, buy this stock. It's, you know, it's, uh, this thing's going to be really big. And I'm like, ah, whatever. You know, like, it's one of those things where you have this bias against things that you're not in. You fit, you figure out, you know, whatever, it's fucking stupid or something. And she was right. Uh, like, after it IPO'd, the stock price crashed. And I was like, ah, see, look, it was overpriced, blah, blah, blah. Overthinking it, right? I should have just bought it like when she said so, but uh, I think it was like $12 or something when, when she you know, suggested I buy this thing and I didn't bother. Right. So then, um, so of course the price goes up, up and away and, you know, goes crazy. And 
um, she's like, yeah, I told you so. Like, you never listen when I tell you to buy some shit. And uh, so, uh, but then I started, um, so when did I finally actually start bothering to actually use it was Facebook starts to become a thing when, like, um, when you have a business or something like that, that requires, like, especially local engagement, like within a city or something like that. Uh, local business is really useful. Um, so anyone in like a restaurant, like a local restaurant, not like a McDonald's, uh, those kind of places are going to tend to use Facebook. Um, the other thing that Facebook was good for, like, so I just got into it only because like, uh, you know, when the beginning of this pandemic thing started, right, I started using Facebook uh, to kind of gather together, like all the different uh, I don't know, like to, people started following me on there because um, I was posting stuff like related to, um, you know, like updates in terms of like what's happening to science and like what's happening at our hospitals and all that kind of thing. Right. And then I, I ended up getting like followed by like every single like the mayor and like, you know, I had like uh, news media. Everyone was following like it was and it was interesting, like if you if you're if your institutions uh have a facebook page no one wants to fucking follow those like they don't like some people don't trust the institutions they don't trust like you know what their motives might be and all this other bullshit so on facebook the thing is you anyone can post anything right so people can re like reply guys will come in and like post all sorts of garbage so um institutional sites don't really work very well so like an individual site worked pretty good in that but they have like this limit to where how, how many people you can add you can't just kind of let like people like on Twitter, like anyone can follow you sort of, but on that, like, you know, your follow backs, like, I think there's like 5,000 or something max. Right. So I kind of like was limiting them to people that are local people that were like, maybe like firefighters or, you know, ambulance drivers or you know anyone, anyone like related to things that were relevant, right. To this problem. So it like, so that was really effective actually, but it was really time consuming. Like, like to put a Facebook post together, like is like writing a little essay. It's like uh, writing a little newspaper article in the morning. It's a good like hour long process most of the time, right? It's not a short form thing, especially if you're on your phone or something like that, where you're typing it in, you know, typing it in. So like, yeah, that was kind of my like Facebook fun. I, I think it's useful for certain things. Um, but it's like, uh, again, like once I, once that whole thing passed, I'm like, fuck this, I'm off Facebook. I, I, I stopped messing with it. I just didn't think it was um, like it wasn't particularly entertaining to do necessarily. And not only that, but the 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 whole point of me posting on there was for one specific purpose. And I wasn't interested in putting like family pictures and whatnot of myself on there. Right. So that was kind of the end of that. But it's kind of funny, like it's a pretty good size uh, uh, Facebook following or whatever the hell you want to call it. How do you have you played with Facebook at all? I think I I'm pretty sure I have. Um an account well i know i definitely have one because i used to do like um the marketing stuff for a certain brand and i needed to have a like the one of the integrations needed facebook but um personal i think maybe i like posted on it when i was in high school a little bit but like i don't even i don't even think i have the app on my phone but i know i have a profile on there but um i know like my my parents use it a lot i do have some friends that use it um, and I think that they like just like a lot of their family follows them on there and stuff. So maybe like in these in that sense, but, um, I don't know. I just never really like, yeah, I never really got into it, but it wasn't, I, I wouldn't say it's like super unusual for somebody my age to have one. 
I think maybe it's more just a personal thing that I don't use it, but I never really got it. Like I never really understood it. I think that's why I did. The thing is like, I know one thing I noticed is it's not, it's only so, so for like family collaboration. And the reason is like, let's say um, you have like uh, maybe ex- extended family of like, let's say a dozen people. Right. So you've got these people and um, you're thinking, oh, you're going to post pictures of you and uh, on a vacation or you're going to post uh, maybe like, you know, pictures of your kids or something like that. Right. Uh, so, you, so you're thinking that your family members are going to see this thing. The problem is, is like, let's say Denise here has like 6000 different people she follows on Facebook and you have one person you figure like, oh, like they're going to see my family pictures. <laughs> like the way those stupid feeds work, it's not automatic that um, they're going to see your stuff. So, like, if someone's a really Facebook, like, uh, avid person, they love to follow it and they like to look at all the different posts and all that. Then what happens is the very thing that you think you're sharing with your family, it just it just passes them by, which is weird. So, like, yeah, the bigger it gets, like, almost the less useful, it be- the bigger your um, stuff, the number of things you follow get, like, the more useless it becomes for the exact thing that it's good for, which is, like, you know, collaborating with family and pictures and things like that. That's probably one of the most useful things, like yeah. on an individual level. It's not, it's not weird. I also think it's one of like the few like social media platforms that's out today, at least in my experience with my family that like generally people, I would say everyone in my family knows how to do it. Like probably even, I think my grandparents have a Facebook page, um, like that they sh- like share together, but I don't think it's the same of like other social media. So it's kind of a bummer that it doesn't like the algorithm has become like where you don't actually see what people that you're truly connected with are like posting. Um, It's almost like, it's almost like maybe like a very small Instagram where you only have like your family and stuff on it that actually might work even better. But um, yeah, I don't think I'll, I probably will never get into it. I can't like imagine. like really like any utility in my life to be on it. I think the only reason, like, I don't know, like I like Twitter because I have like, I like Twitter more than anything, I think, because like I do have like friends um, in real life, real life on here. Like that's how I started using it. I mean, clearly like I have my name, like this is like not, you know, like this is a real account. Um, And like, I like seeing like my friends thoughts and stuff like that. Like, I think that's like the fun part and like seeing their like stupid shit that they post because um, it almost feels like more like real than other stuff. But I feel like Facebook maybe could feel that way. But yeah, I just can't like I probably wouldn't ever get on there. But like sometimes my parents will show me stuff and like I didn't realize that there's like funny stuff on there. But then there's also like a bunch of like new shit that I probably wouldn't want to see. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I personally never really got into Facebook. I remember when I was like in grade six, like and past that point too people for years were telling me to make a facebook and i finally made one like six years after that um and i was like yo like what's all the hype about this is kind of just trash the only useful part i find at least about facebook is facebook marketplace and i don't know why any other social media platform hasn't implemented like a similar version because i because like facebook marketplace makes sense when it's local and most other, like like Twitter, for example, is not particularly hyper-local. That's why. But, I mean, you could do the same thing on Instagram. Yeah, probably. Although um, although they do have it, sort of, like, but, they, but it's owned by the same company, I think. So that's why they don't need to. But ma- I don't yeah. think on Instagram, like, I've actually, that's actually, 
I didn't even think about Facebook Marketplace. That's one thing that I actually have used on Facebook or like I've joined the groups. Um, I don't think, I don't know if Instagram has the same capability though, because I thought like the marketplace groups were like cool because you can search by your town. Like, I don't think you'd be able to, I mean, maybe there, like there could be an Instagram page for your town, but I think it'd be like much less likely or like it'd be harder to find than Facebook. Like, it seems like that stuff's really easy to like, cause you can search by like specific location. Am I, I might be wrong about that, but I feel like that's no, no, you're right. looking for it. I still feel like, I don't know, maybe a Twitter version of that would be cool too, but yeah. I don't know. I think I'm just hoping for something that's never going to happen, unfortunately. I feel like that'd almost be like an eBay kind of, because I don't know. Yeah, once you go kind of global, it's basically like an eBay and it's not that. It's not something you're like, when you go to eBay, you don't say to yourself, okay, I'm going to go find something to that i'm going to buy there and then i'm going to expect to drive to that place and pick it up right the the odds of that being the case are very small on ebay so it's kind of like you you wouldn't actually go there for something local because why bother and then it's weird because like then that creates a feedback loop where local people don't bother trying to list locally for the exact same reason but um yeah it's kind of that's you're, you're you're on eBay paying those fees because you want the national or international audience. You're not doing it to sell something local usually because the, the price is kind of high for local sales. You know what they actually do have on Instagram? I don't know. I feel like if anyone had this is like another thing that I actually like going on Instagram for. Um, I Maybe they have it in other cities, but in New York, they have something. Well, I think the term is definitely not like just a New York thing, but it's called like stooping NYC or they, I think they have like a specific like stooping Brooklyn one. And like, because people are constantly like, obviously like moving in and out, like it's a city people will post like if they're putting something on the curb or like they're just throwing it away um, and they'll post and then the Instagram will like post, you can send it into the Instagram and then they'll post, um, the location of it and some of this stuff is actually like so nice like really really good pieces of furniture because you know sometimes like you're just moving into an apartment where like it doesn't work with the space or it doesn't fit or you know you're like leaving the city and it's super expensive to like store a really nice couch um so it's like that's really cool but I think that that would also be a case where like you probably wouldn't do that in like a suburban area because it's you'd have way less volume. But in a city, I think like I don't know if it, they have like a stooping Chicago or anything like that. But um, I think it's pretty cool. The account is like is this like a page or how does it? Yeah, exactly it's work? literally called like Stooping NYC. I'm pretty sure. Um, and like they'll post like I'm sure they have a bunch of posts up. Well, what's today? Like definitely more towards the end of the month or the middle of the month, like when he says start and end. But they'll post like um a picture and then um I don't know like a like sometimes like a funny little caption and then they'll post like um you know like corner of like I don't know like East Second and East Houston or something like that. Um and then people can go get it and then they'll be like on their stories sometimes they'll have like stooping success stories and it's like funny pictures of people with their friends like carrying a huge couch trying to like get it on the subway or something like that um but it's definitely cool because you know it like saves on a lot of waste because people there's like constantly furniture like on the streets and stuff so it's pretty cool saves you some money and some of the stuff is actually good like 
I'm checking it out right now. This is fucking awesome. What? Yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. I don't know who started it, but like it's yeah, it's awesome. And they have I'm pretty sure they have a lot of followers. I don't remember exact the exact number, but there's there's one from my city and they only have like four posts on it. It's not even close to the same caliber. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, well, New I'm York curious. City's so low so hyper local, it's like you have such high density it makes sense to do stuff like that yeah it will it's yeah. also like i think in part i mean maybe that maybe they have one for like la or something but because everyone walks in new york like if i see something that's like you know in the east village or on the lower east side or like somewhere downtown you actually like i could actually get there really quickly and i don't need to like get in my car and like sit in traffic like i could be there within like you know 15 minutes or something so I think maybe that's like part of the reason it's so successful is you're just like every because like things will get like picked up so quickly, especially if it's like something really good, like a nice bookshelf or a really nice couch or something like that. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a three part sci-fi space, Luna, Lunk and other banter, mostly other banter. Recorded on Saturday, September 10th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls, handing reports in. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two